now listening to season three. We're supposed to say it together. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Tune in every Friday. Are you gonna delete that? Sorry. You are now listening to season three of Dark and Lovely Pod with your girls Ohima T and Dej. And this is a podcast that prioritizes black women, specifically dark skinned women, and amplifies our voices. Streaming every Friday on all platforms. So kick off your shoes and relax your feet and lock into Dark and Lovely Pod. Woo! When you like love people in your language, love language versus theirs, mm-hmm. like when they don't reciprocate it. You get angry. You get angry. Yeah. <laughs> and then you feel like so... Like you don't see how much work I'm putting I'm, in. Exactly. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But it's like, but that's not who they are. Like... Yeah. That yeah. That's what I'm learning. Like not mm-hmm. everybody is you. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to another episode. Yes, yes, yes. Episode 13. Only two more episodes left of the season. Yes. And of the year. Mm-hmm. All right, so basically, what's going on right now is Tory Lanez's trial is going on right now, and yeah. So basically, apparently, there's a witness that said that after he, before he shot her in the foot, he told her to dance, bitch. What? <laughs> yeah. So apparently, he told her dance, bitch, and I think before he shot her. And then, um, what else? Basically, um, it's what they're saying in in court is the same story that's been out about how, like, I guess Megan and Tori were going back and forth, and then it was revealed that, like, they had a little something going on, Mm -hmm. but then Tori and Meg's friend had something going on, so then I guess it escalated that way, but then, um... Um, Tori said something about how he was trying to defend his girl, but I don't know who his girl is. I don't know if his girl's Megan or if his girl is oh. Megan's friend. So yeah, I don't really know about that. And then Tori came out and tweeted that he needs a real report about what happened and how who um, needs a real report. Like he does. Like he's basically saying the narrative in the media right now about what happened in court is a lie. And that's not what actually happened. He said, nah, I need someone to report what was really said in court today. 45 minutes of my lawyer stating contradictory evidence that proves my innocence should never come back as one false story forced to the media. So that's what he had to say on the matter. Um, so yeah, that's basically what's going on with that. What do you think about that? I forgot about Tory Lanez, to be honest. <laughs> like, I forgot he was supposed to, like, he got arrested, he was supposed to go to trial and all that stuff. I mean, he's been out here performing and everything like that. And he just so. dropped a new album this Did weekend. Did he? Yes. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Something, what was it called? Colors of the Rainbow? Something Colors of, I don't even remember. Say or I didn't know yeah. that still. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you see this whole Kim K Kanye West divorce thing how like he wants her back and she's saying no and how she's he's saying that like you know he wants his family he wants to go to therapy and da, 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 da. but why is he doing it now I feel like he's too late 
I know she's saying there's absolutely no way she's Good. over it. Good. She's not trying to get back with him. Good. So I don't know. I feel like guys always want to do that after it's the too fact. Late. Yeah. Like, no. Because they realize how their life is gonna go. They realize yeah. that they're like, like they realize all the little things that you do and how they're not shit yeah. about you. And then, yeah. Or they feel like you're not serious. They feel. I feel like they feel like you are not serious. That's what I mean. Oh, okay, yeah. They feel like you're not actually like leaving. Gonna like, leave. Like, like you're just having your little moment. Yeah. But then when they realize that, oh shit, like, like she's, she's not actually leaving. Yeah. Like he's just begging, pleading. <laughs> A lie. But I I wonder what the actual issue is. I feel like she just maybe can't like handle supporting him through his mental health issues kind of thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like, honestly, if she, it's not for her, then and it's, like, not, for it's her. not for her. Like, you, she just because your husband's, I mean, I feel bad for him that he's struggling with his mental health, mm-hmm. but like, that doesn't mean that she needs to struggle with her mental health too. You know what I mean? It's true. Like, if it's, de- if it's detrimental to her mental health, yeah. then they're going to have two parents that... Exactly. are struggling with their mental health yeah. kind of thing and we, for all we know she's been trying I feel like she, she has she could have been really we don't know but like mm-hmm. from the looks of it she's been trying like you know those outbreaks that he would go on on twitter with like screaming all this stuff and writing all these things like she was supporting him through that and she wasn't commenting on any of it mm-hmm. you know so she probably was dealing with that for a long time and she realized you know what I can't do this anymore and I feel like for her to low key for her to stay with him when he was having those outbursts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know them, but I would assume that there would be some type of real love there because, like, that really doesn't align with her brand. It doesn't. And, like, you know how they are. They're very, like, particular about their brand and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So, I feel like she probably tried and she's just over yeah. it. And, like, you know... Well, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like she definitely tried because think about her first two marriages that she's had like the first one she was on ecstasy when she got married what is oh she was on ecstasy she got married at like 1918 wait like she was consistently an addict or she used it that no night? like she used it that night and then got married oh uh... like went to like a court house and got married <laughs> um and then the second time she got married it lasted for 70 72 days or whatever so like that's embarrassing you know what i mean so, so she like, really to, tried so like for me, I definitely think that she really, really tried, but she didn't want the embarrassment to have to go through three her. failed marriages. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but we don't know. But I also <laughs> kind of feel like, like a part of me wonders, like when her and Kanye got married, like, mm-hmm. cause, okay, this is the thing, like, I'm not gonna lie, like the Kardashians have their own brand and stuff like that. Yeah. But they definitely Kim, and then. Um, subsequently like her family mm-hmm. their brand definitely upgraded for lack of a better word when she married Kanye because no, for sure they he like was like yeah Kanye always had his outbursts but when they got married he wasn't really like the Kanye that we know today he was like oh you know everyone's like oh he's the goat like he's a yeah. genius he's yeah. fashion da, 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 right yeah, and then also like her fashion significantly got way better exactly yeah. and then in turn her family right yeah. so I feel like a part of me is wondering and then like you already know how I feel about the Kardashians and black people so a part of me is like did you did that blind you um and make you get into something that maybe wasn't really right for you 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like she started dating him really fast after um, she ended the marriage with Chris Humphries. Bro, did you watch that season? Yeah, I did. This was back when I <laughs> well, used to watch that show, but like their marriage was so awkward. It was and, so awkward. And I don't know if they purposely, purposely edited it like that mm-hmm. so that we would kind of like understand why she left him. I definitely think like she got divorced and then they edited that stuff. No, they did. Remember they said at the beginning of the season, like by the time the season came out, like they had already been divorced and then oh, they started okay. it with like all the headlines and saying, Oh, but here's what happened, like yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, and she's an executive producer, so I feel like she definitely okay, would have a say in the direction of the editing yeah. of the show. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like maybe they I feel like he just didn't he wasn't into the mix up. He wasn't he didn't want to be on TV, I don't feel. Yeah, he just wasn't for her. Like, that's yeah. not the person that she... But how long did they date for? Not long. They didn't date for long? No. I don't know how long, but it wasn't long. Because she just... Not just, but she was off, on and off with her um, boyfriend. Her long-term boyfriend, Reggie. Reggie Bush? Yeah. Yeah. So... Have you seen Reggie Bush's wife? No. She looks like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, he has a type still. I mean, everybody <laughs> looks like Kim Kardashian, but yeah, he has a type still. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, man, that that's what's going on with that. And then one thing, I've seen this like conversation going on, and people are trying to like say like who has a better voice, Beyonce or Adele, like just strictly like vocals. Honestly, they're two different genres. I can't compare them. It's not about genres, though. <laughs> I'm not talking about their art. I'm not talking about their discography. I'm but talking you can't, about. You can't compare. You can't compare. I like. I literally can't compare because, like, to me, like, they're two di- like two distinct voices in my head, and I can't compare them. I feel like they both have soulful voices, but like soulful in different ways. That's true. I feel like Adele is more like her voice is heavier. It's more heavy. It's more like. I don't know. Emotional? No, because I think Beyonce's voice... I feel like Beyonce has more variety in her voice. Yeah, she definitely has... What is it called? Range. Yeah, she has that vocal range. Actually, I don't know about range because... Like, I mean, like, Adele can't really do all the type of songs that Beyonce can do. But I'm not talking about the type of songs they could do. I'm talking about, like, if they both sang the same song in the same style like because obviously we know that beyonce has more variety. like beyonce could do a thing like we know that and yeah. she's gonna have a big big performance and all that kind of stuff right we know yeah. that but i'm talking about like their vocal talent or ability like strictly like if they both sang oh canada right now in the same key or whatever but like you can't compare that because they wouldn't do that <laughs> you know what i mean like they like even if they sang it in the same key, it, it would, would sound be diff- different. It, but that's the thing. Like, which one would? That, that's the argument. Like, which one would be better? I just can't compare it. I feel like um, I feel like everybody needs to stop the Beyonce stuff because once you do that, like, it's not really gonna be a conversation. Like, once you say, "Oh, Beyonce or this person," like, unfortunately, like people are not hearing anything past. Oh, mm-hmm. Beyonce. I think Adele and, has stands though. Like yeah, but not like the Beehive. Of, yeah, that's true. I think she has like a, a a large fan base, but I don't think her fan base is as like 
gonna argue like people <laughs> not even loyal like they're not gonna argue with people in the comments the same way that the yeah, beehive is like true. they're not gonna do that yeah so but yeah anywho yeah I don't even I don't know who would who I don't know they definitely do have different voices um, and I, I don't know. I just, I really don't know. They're both great. They are both great. Yeah. They both have nice voices, though. Alright, guys. So, I'm going to read a tweet that kind of sums up what we'll be talking about today. So, this tweet is by at that underscore guy underscore Dustin. At um, that guy? Yeah, at Mm-mm. that underscore guy underscore Dustin mm-hmm. <laughs> on Twitter. And it reads, love your partner in their love language, not yours. First of all, this tweet was very easy to find because everybody keeps stealing that tweet and tweeting it and tweeting it again. That's like been like, really? you know how like there's always like that one tweet that everybody keeps tweeting and it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. Like yeah. that's definitely one of the tweets right now. But like every time I see it, I'm like that's interesting because I definitely feel like I'm the type of person that loves people in my love language versus theirs yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) and that's not productive yeah yeah it's true I feel like I do anything like not even in terms of love languages like just anything that I think I would like to receive Mm mm-hmm I would do it to other people when everyone's different. I really shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I feel like I take my time to, um, okay, like, so let's say I like, um, uh, what is the love language? Gifts or whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I would give you a gift, but it would be something that you like or, like, oh, okay. something that yeah. I know for a fact that you like kind of thing. Yeah. But I think that when you... Um, when you like love people in your language love language versus theirs Mm -hmm. like when they don't reciprocate it you get angry you get angry yeah (laughs) and then you feel like so like you don't see how much work I'm putting in exactly what are you doing but it's like but that's not who they are like yeah that that's what I'm learning like not everybody is you like you might have thought of this that doesn't mean that this person is going to think of that. Yeah. And that doesn't make what they're doing for you any less valuable. Yeah. But then at the same time, I feel like if you know me, yeah. <laughs> you should be able to gauge like... What I would like and what I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know if that's an unreasonable request. Yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so let me read the love languages or list them and give a definition. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first love language is words of affirmation. So saying supportive things to your partner. Number two, acts of service. Wait, words of affirmation is saying positive things? Saying supportive things to your partner. Okay. Acts of service, doing helpful things for your partner, receiving gifts, giving your partner gifts that tell them you are thinking about them, quality time, spending meaningful time with your partner, physical touch, being close to and caressed by your partner. And also I feel like those could all apply to 
friendships and family yeah. too. But um, what do you feel like are yours based on those definitions? Um. Hmm. You don't. You never thought about your love languages. I don't think about much, to be honest. You actually don't. <laughs> I don't think about much. Um. I think words of affirmation is what you give to people or what you would like to receive like to receive okay i actually did not know that um definitely acts of service (laughs) is what you like to receive is what i like to receive yeah okay um hmm. and i like to receive gifts of course period (laughs) what do you what's your giving ones are they is it the same no I mean, like, what I just naturally gravitate to doing for other people. Yeah. I think I not I tend to gift give. I think that's true. Like, I feel like if I'm going to do something that shows someone that I care about them, it's definitely giving them a gift. Because I'm not going to tell them anything, like, verbally. <laughs> <laughs> How you expect that you can't give it? Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's I why to work on. That's why when you rough. said words of affirmation, I was like, really? Like, yeah, I didn't know I that like about you. Yeah, I like to hear great things about myself. Deja. But it's hard for me to tell other people, unless it's through text. Why? I don't know. I just find it so awkward. But why is it not awkward when people are saying it to you? I just don't like the, No, it is awkward. That's why I'm like, I didn't know you liked it. <laughs> it is awkward, but it has to be like a certain time and a place, you know? What's the time and place? Like, at my birthday. On <laughs> <laughs> your birthday, child. Oh. Or like, if I'm having like a graduation party or something like that. Otherwise, just... so you don't. Oh, so you, you don't like it. Like if I'm like, oh, Deja, like, um, I really think you're doing well. Like, yeah, that's awkward. Really? So when I text you those things, no, you think it's when awkward? When it's through text, it's fine. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so nice. But like, I feel like when it's in person, I have to like respond a certain way, and I don't no. know how to respond. I'm just kind of sitting there awkwardly, like, oh. You say thank you. Yeah, but inside, I'm like fighting an internal battle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, is, what does she want me to say right now? Um, You're the worst, bro. <laughs> um, I definitely don't do acts of service either for other people. Well, I don't want to say that that's really bad, but... It's your truth. <laughs> that's my truth. What about you, though? What's your... Receiving what you and like giving? To... Yeah. Okay, so receiving is definitely words of affirmation. Hundred percent. Yeah, I can see that. Really? Yeah. Um, I feel like sorry. I don't know if that was rude, but I feel like you value that. I can see you valuing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then definitely the gifts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And also acts of service. Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like I'm okay with not receiving acts of service. Which is bad, because I feel like I'm used to it. Because my okay, because if I'm saying my giving ones, like mm-hmm. the ones that I give to people, yeah, is definitely words of affirmation. Yeah, it's definitely acts of service. Mm-hmm. And um, gift giving. Mm-hmm. So basically, the same three ones. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like that's my dilemma. But in terms of the acts of service, I feel like the reason why I'm okay 
okay but like not really okay mm-hmm. with not receiving it is because like I feel like because I put so much effort into the acts of service that I do for other people like and that's not what that's not the way that everybody because realistically I feel like we're all just uh loving people in our own languages so if that's not yours I can't expect you to to do what I would do so I think because mine is also acts of service I expect people to do what I would do and then when I don't get it I'm like okay like yeah you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. I feel like I just have to find a middle ground between letting people um love how they want to Mm -hmm. love me but also respecting the fact that this is what makes me happy you know Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say yeah but yeah so yeah so growing up how do you think like do you think your experiences growing up shaped the way that I experience or want to yeah my love languages or whatever yeah Yeah, definitely I was gonna say too I feel like the reason why words of affirmation are so important to me Mm -hmm. is because like my mom is always like my mom has like my mom literally doesn't say anything negative about me Mm -hmm. like literally like I could be like oh like mommy like how does my hair look and it looks really bad and she'll be like oh it looks really nice Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe you should do this. Like, she just never says anything negative about me or yeah. to me, like, negative. Like, you know how, like, um, like, you know how sometimes your parents will, like, talk shit about you to your family members or, like, yeah. if you did something. Like, my mom doesn't do that. My mom has never, never heard my mom say anything negative about me, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think that's why I kind of, like, sometimes, like, if I'm doing something, even though I know it's good, mm-hmm. I might need somebody to say, like, oh it's good because that's how I was raised you know what I'm trying to say yeah and I feel like that's why I go out of my way to like give all my friends like words of affirmation like I'll just Mm -hmm. be sitting in my room like I should text this person and tell them I'm proud of them yeah you know what I mean or like even like when it comes to like taking pictures of my friends like I'm that person like gassing you like Mm -hmm. that type of stuff Mm -hmm. like that's just me right yeah um but then I feel like because like I feel like because like I said, my mom has always given me words of affirmations and like I've come more into myself. Mm-hmm. I come off as like confident. Mm-hmm. So then like I am, but I'm still a human being. Mm-hmm. So then I feel like people feel like they don't really have to give me words of affirmation. Because they oh, feel like okay. I'm good. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, hey, like I'm human too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's fair. How about you? Um I think definitely like my mom and my grandparents and like my aunt Mm -hmm. they would and my uncles too just because I was the first Mm -hmm. grandchild and also how long were you was it just you only like a year and a half but like I was the one that was always around them the most you know Mm -hmm. so they would always give me gifts or always show me affection through gift giving you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so I think that's why I tend to like show my love through gift giving as well Mm -hmm. because that's what I experienced growing up um but also I was actually talking to this with my friend because we were talking about like our families are are pretty similar Mm -hmm. 
in um, that we didn't really, like our family didn't really show us affection, like physical touch affection Mm -hmm. growing up, like no hugs or like just stuff like that, Mm -hmm. right? Or like telling someone something great about them or sitting them down and talking to them about whatever like you Mm -hmm. I would get a lot of praise like oh you're doing a good job in school like wow like whatever like I was really good in sports and like affirmations that way but not like oh like um I really value you as a person kind of stuff you know what I mean it's more what you're doing it's not more what I was doing and not me right Mm -hmm. so going with like physical touch and all that i feel like maybe if i had experienced that mm-hmm. growing up that could have been like could be a possible love language that i like to experience now but because i didn't experience it growing up i don't think it's it was something that i was used to mm-hmm. right so naturally now whenever i do experience physical physical it's touch awkward. i kind of it's awkward and i kind of like shy away from it because i'm like what is this it's like foreign to me you know what i mean mm-hmm um but yeah i was talking to my friend about this and we were like you know what we grew up this sim- a similar way and all of like yeah i have like a big friend group and like they always like tease us and like nag us about how like we don't like to hug each other like we hug each other like this yeah right and they're just like why is that why are you and guys then, like that yeah and then me and my friend were like you know well we grew up like this like our parents didn't really give us hugs like that like you know what i mean and then they compared their situation growing up and they were like oh yeah like well my parents used to always give me hugs or like always show affection through you know physical touch or whatever i think i think for me it's very much so who the person is like i feel like i naturally feel awkward with it Mm-hmm. So like for you, me and you don't really do that. Yeah. Because I feel like I feel awkward and you feel awkward. Mm-hmm. But like, if you didn't feel awkward, it would make me feel less awkward, and I and I would hug you if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I have friends that are like probably feel the same way as me, mm-hmm. or they're probably indifferent, so I don't really hug them. Mm-hmm. But then I have friends that like I would hug. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. You know what I'm trying sense. to say? Like, yeah. so it is it, who you are as a person. Because mm-hmm. like even um the other day, me and my friends like it was one of my friend's birthdays or whatever so we all slept at the airbnb mm-hmm. and then like um i just don't like feet and like when people touch you at their feet and like stuff mm-hmm. like that and then my friend was joking saying she's gonna put her feet on me i'm like bro like don't do that like yeah you know i don't <laughs> like that and like my friends always bother me with that type of stuff so mm-hmm. but then like i said there's some people that i don't think i would let any of them touch you with their feet but <laughs> i would definitely like hug one of them hold on to one of them and one of my friends was like you're the most like affectionate unaffectionate person ever because mm-hmm. like she's like every time you hug me like i have to like cherish it because it's not gonna happen again for another month like <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah. i think it, it's very much so the other person yeah. and not me yeah like it's always me because i mean but like if you're awkward then cool we don't have to do that yeah <laughs> but like if excuse. you if you want to then i'll yeah, yeah. you know and you know what like the thing you said about like comparing like friends like if some are awkward about it and some like that's what they want Mm -hmm. like i feel like i'm like that with my friends but when it comes to like being in a relationship or like with my partner Mm -hmm. like i like i i need to like touch you yeah you know what i mean it's so like weird how like it's not i don't feel awkward with that 
like well because you in your guts like <laughs> if you can't get fucked then what it's not you know what i mean i feel like i feel like th- those are two completely different dynamics yeah um and it's it's hard i think you know what it is too i think that um when it comes to physical touch particularly it it's a lot of it is familiarity and comfortability yeah. And I think that obviously you're familiar and comfortable with your friends, mm-hmm. but it's on a different level. Yeah. Than with your partner because and also like if if me and you are friends for a year. Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty short friendship. But if yeah. me and you are dating for a year, that is different. It's still yeah. it's still not that long of a relationship, mm-hmm. but for us to be like kick up for a year, cuddling for a year, doing all this stuff for a year, like that's mm-hmm. I feel like not a deeper bond, but maybe a more significant bond than a yeah. friendship that's one year. Yeah. I feel like it takes like, especially now that we're not in school, cause when you're in school, it's easy to be close to your friends cause you're seeing them five yeah. days a week for eight hours. That's true. And then on the weekend, sometimes <laughs> you guys are chilling too. Yeah. Now that, and that's why you see that our friend groups are all getting smaller and smaller because mm. you realize that you like- You make time. That and like, sometimes you just realize I don't really like you. Or <laughs> no, like I feel like in high school, your friendships are about proximity yeah like who's in your class who's in your class <laughs> yeah but like, and like okay you're cool you're in my class yeah. but now if i have to actually call you or come pick you up or whatever yeah then i'm gonna see like if i actually like you enough to do those things yeah. it's not even a disrespect and like i hate you it's just yeah. more like oh like we're not really like we don't really have that much in common or yeah. like i don't Besides really like you that much you had in high school yeah, yeah. yeah you know what i'm trying true. to say yeah so i think that um it takes like I think me and you could be friends for ten years, mm-hmm. and also there are levels to friendships, right? Facts, yeah. It's not even about who you love more or who you care for more, but it's just levels. Like you might have one friend that you see every day, might have one friend that you see once a year. You know what I mean? So, yeah. or one friend that you like to go out with, one friend that okay, if I'm in a bad situation, this is who I'm calling. But if I'm yeah. going to Luxie's, I'm not calling them. Like <laughs> it's just it's just life, right? Yeah. So I think that it takes longer to build friendship bonds mm-hmm. and fair. and also especially at this time in your life your man is going to be a more significant uh relationship in your life it's just that's not even oh i'm picking a man over my friend it's just life especially if you're trying to get married soon like yeah your husband is going to be your priority over your friends i'm sorry um <laughs> he, I mean... he is sis if you're if you're I mean, I can't really fathom it right now because, you know, but like, this is a person that you have a mortgage with and you have kids with and you have yeah. a joint bank account with. Like, if when it comes to like, okay, I'm making this major life decision, like, mm-hmm. you would probably yeah. consult him before your friends. Your friends are obviously, their opinions are still important and valid in your life. Yeah. But you're a person that you stood before in front of God and your whole family and said, okay, like, you know, you probably would go to him first and say, like, this is what I want to do. Like, what do you think about it? Yeah. You don't think so? Um, I feel like maybe I used to think like that. Mm-hmm. But I think after going through my breakup, mm-hmm. I... Well, I don't know. I felt like I made that person, like, everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't make time for, like, my friends. They were obviously still close to me. And I obviously loved them. 
you know, just as much as I love them now, but like because I was so close with that person, mm-hmm. they were like my entire life, you know? Mm-hmm. And there was like a codependency that like was, was hard to come out of, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like now I kind of shifted like Your thinking. my thinking to like, yes, they're important, but like I saw this thing on, on Instagram, I was like, yes, um, like this. I don't know. I think they were talking about like galaxies in the solar system or whatever. Like, I think the guy was like, oh, like I'm your world or whatever. And then the girl was like, you are another planet within my solar system of, mm-hmm. of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it was just like making everything super balanced. So, like, now I don't really think of it that way, that way but mm-hmm. I see what you mean. I feel like, I feel like there's a dip for me. Like, I don't think. Like, everything that, that I just said, mm-hmm. I don't think that it applies to, like, a relationship. Like, oh, this is my boyfriend. I'm mm-hmm. saying I think that is specifically reserved for marriage. Like, I don't think, like, for me, like, a relationship and a marriage are two, diff- two very different things. Like, if I get a man tomorrow, like, I'm not gonna, like, do that. Like, be like, okay, like, I'm making this decision. Like, what does my man think over? Like, what, does, what do my friends think? Because I think that first of all he would like the people that i have around me mm-hmm. like you guys are solid like i know that okay this person has my best interest or else we wouldn't be friends at this particular point in my life yeah. you know what i'm trying to say so um yeah i think it's more so for me like everything i was saying is more about marriage because i think marriage is like a bigger commitment it's a life partnership now you have your faith involved you have your family involved and like all those kinds of things so I just feel like it's different when you're married personally but if it was a relationship i don't think that the things i said would apply mm-hmm. that's fair i mean it all depends on like how you or how you think of your relationship versus your marriage mm-hmm. and then like also going back to what you said about um your parents like not really giving you physical touch so it's kind of awkward for you now yeah i feel like i um i think you know how i said it's very much so about that person yeah i feel like for me it also has to do with my parents because my mom is very affectionate Mm -hmm. like physical touch like Mm -hmm. i'm always hugging my mom Mm -hmm. and then like my dad is more reserved into himself so i don't really hug my dad i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. um and so, like, and then, like, I never really saw my parents really show affection to each other mm-hmm. in that way too much. So I feel like when I started talking to guys, I was like, I hate PDA. I hate that. Yeah. Like, it's gross. It's ugly. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the first individual that I spoke to, like, he was very, like, not like that. Mm-hmm. Like, very kind of mean and and didn't do PDA and all that kind of stuff so i was like i hate that and then the second guy that i ever talked to he was literally like i literally started to like him because he would like touch me like just touch mm. my hair and stuff like that yeah. and i remember like the first time he was doing it, i was like whoa like, this is lit like <laughs> what the hell what is this right yeah. and like i like looking back like there's nothing about him as a person that i actually like like if you were to tell me like name one oh. good thing about his personality I, yeah. I actually don't know but it was more like, no, that ass. But it was more like, oh, like, you're going like this, like, you're touching my thigh, or like, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is lit. I yeah. like that. 
but because I thought that he was like because the other person didn't do it, I thought that was specific to him yeah you know oh okay yeah yeah so but like now I know that I like that and like you said like um because even like you know how I was saying that my friend was like oh like let me put my feet on you or whatever because mm-hmm. like we were about to go to sleep and my feet were cold right and I'm like oh like like if I was like with Max or whatever I would have put my foot on them right yeah and then she's like oh so you could put your feet on so and so but you can't put your feet on me da, da, da. and I'm like bro like it's not the same yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah um yeah so I feel like when it comes to my partner the physical touch is definitely I'm more comfortable with it yeah so um the original tweet was like love your partner mm-hmm. in their love language not yours right mm-hmm. so do you feel like um like if me and you are supposed to like get into a relationship or whatever right mm-hmm. do you feel like that's something that we should establish like yeah for sure and do you feel like do you feel like that has to do with like compatibility do you think that your love languages would affect like your compatibility with somebody you know what I mean mm-hmm. I feel like if both people are actively trying to love each other in how they want to be loved, Mm -hmm. then it shouldn't. But, like, you have to, like, go out of your way to do it because it's not going to be something that you're used to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if you guys are both trying to do that, then no, I don't think it it would affect compatibility. But also, I think it would be easier if they have they have the same love languages because then it's not like something to discuss it's just like you do Mm -hmm. you know i feel like when it comes to gift giving um like if that is what you like to receive Mm -hmm. like as a woman i feel like a lot of men are like nah like oh like you just want me to buy you stuff like oh you're a gold digger you know you don't have no gold like stuff like that you know what i mean like and i think that um it's hard like it's like almost like when 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 a nigga asks you your love language mm-hmm. it's like you a part of me doesn't even want to say gift giving because i already know what type of narrative you're gonna try and put but like for me it's literally like it doesn't like yes i like expensive things mm-hmm. but it's literally like you went to the store and you saw my favorite chocolate bar and you're like okay here tea like take this yeah it doesn't have to be expensive yeah so it's like just showing that like you were thinking of me mm-hmm. and you gave me something because you were thinking of me in that moment. You know? And you know, I don't know what love language this would fall under, but like what makes me um like what I like, I guess, is like somebody noticing like little things about me. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I notice little things about everybody. Mm-hmm. So like if you notice that like, okay, um I don't know, every time you go to this restaurant you order this drink. Or like, okay, when you, um, I don't know, you always use a tablespoon or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know what love language that would be, but like, when people like notice those things mm-hmm. or like people show me that like, oh, like they actually know me or they pay attention to me. Yeah. Like that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I feel like that would piss me off. <laughs> That somebody notices the little things about you? Or, like, not that they notice little things about me, but they try and tell me, like, this is about what I yourself. Do. And I'm just like, like, do you know me? Like, what are you talking but about? But why does that annoy you? 
Because it's just like, like, what do you like? Don't try and tell me what I do. Like, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because like you don't know. I know myself better than you know me. That would like really piss me. But that's not maybe you personally know yourself better than other people know you. But that yeah. honestly, I actually. I, don't I mean, know. it depends on what it is. I feel like, I really feel like we don't know ourselves. Okay, this is the thing. I feel like we are not able to see ourselves outside of ourselves. So, like, literally, like, sometimes I'll see myself, like, like a video of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, like. You don't recognize who that is. <laughs> like, I recognize like okay like me like i'm very dramatic right mm-hmm. because my mom is dramatic but i promise you like i don't actually think i'm dramatic like i only know i'm yeah. dramatic because everybody tells me that yeah and because i might see a one-two video and be like okay that was dramatic yeah. but whenever i'm doing what i'm doing i do not think i'm dramatic i'm li- like yeah. literally sometimes i'll say something and then everybody will laugh everyone will be like oh you're so bright and i'm like what like literally yeah in my head i was saying like oh like move can you please move and then yeah. it will come out like, yo, get the fuck out of my way. But, like, yeah. I didn't, like, literally in my head, like, I thought I was joking. And I thought this was, I thought we were laughing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like it's only when people get to know you that they realize that. Like, I, the way I'm going to talk to you is not the way I'm going to talk to somebody that I don't know. Because they're yeah. not going to take it for, oh, that's just T. Or that's yeah. just Deja. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? So, I think that, like, we may know why we do things like let's say i'm upset with you so i'm ignoring you mm-hmm. right in my head i'm like i'm ignoring deja because she slapped me on sunday so this is why i'm ignoring her mm-hmm. but in your head if you didn't think that it was a big deal when you slapped me you're just like oh every time Teresa feels a way she ignores me you know what i'm trying to say but in my head i'm like i only ignore people when they do something to me yeah but in your head you're like she doesn't know how to communicate you know what I'm trying to say so I think that we don't I think that first of all we're only 25 yeah so we we have a lot more to get to know ourselves Mm -hmm. but I think that of course we nobody like I'm not in your head and you're not in mine but I think that there are certain things about yourself that I like I could probably tell you about yourself and you could tell me about myself and yeah. where the growth comes in is you could either say like no you don't know me why are you trying to tell me who I am Yeah. or you could say okay I'm not going to let what Teresa says define who I am but let me try and see where she's coming from let me take yeah. take the good from what she's saying and leave the bad right yeah that's fair I just don't like people though saying I guess where I was trying to go mm-hmm. with this was like I don't like people trying to tell me things about myself, not knowing what I had to overcome to, to, to like, do, do what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't try and tell me, like, oh, you're doing this or you're doing that or you always do this or you always do that, especially when it's someone I don't know or I'm not close mm-hmm. with because I'm like, you actually don't know me and you don't know why I'm doing this or why I'm doing that. So, like, don't try and do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. No, I get it. I get it. Um, I don't think that... I think for me, I get that 100%. And for me, a lot of it is like, um, when people say like, I'm like a brat or like I'm a diva or, oh, you act like an only child. Like, mm-hmm. those things like really get to me because it's like, I'm just being myself. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? And like, I know that it's like, I don't think that people are trying to insult me. 
when they say that yeah but i know the connotations with it and it's like i don't know how to be anything other than what i am yeah so it's like and also i feel like that's a sensitive topic for me so it's like the same thing that you're saying like oh you don't know like you know what i'm trying to say like it's just like okay but it's like you're saying this about me because i grew up a certain way not knowing that if i had it my way maybe i would have grown up in a more similar way to the way that you grew up yeah and i would maybe the way i acted maybe align more with the way you act but like you're saying something about the way i act based on something that's traumatic for me yeah you know what i'm trying to say so Mm -hmm. and it's like even if that person doesn't mean anything by it yeah i don't ever think that people are trying to be rude but like it's just like you don't know what you're talking about so shut up i feel like i feel like (laughs) i feel like it i feel like it's fair to them for them to say because okay just because i feel a way about what you're saying doesn't mean it's not true yeah that's fair you know what i'm trying to say so if you if you're my friend i'm not really talking about strangers too much or like co-workers or acquaintances because they're gonna say what they have to say mm-hmm. but like if i'm more so talking about like people close to me like family friends whatever like um if they if they say something about how i act or how i come across mm-hmm. i'm obviously gonna try and understand but yeah i think that like you said like i don't think people are ever trying to be mean but i don't know i feel like just it's two sides i feel like just because you have traumas around something or you have to overcome something like that doesn't mean that like you can't like after you go through your feelings about like oh that hurt my feelings like Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean you can't like be like okay like what what did i do for why am i coming across this way like even like what can i do as i'm growing to Mm -hmm. like kind of you know what i'm trying to say yeah but and but then that's that's a balance because we are who we are so i don't know it's tough it's really it's tough, tough. <laughs> and it's like i feel like um okay to wrap it up guys um don't let anyone try to tell you that the way you want to be loved is not the way that they're going to love you Mm -hmm. don't try don't let anyone try and put their love language or how they want to be loved onto you Mm -hmm. um and try your best to love other people in their love languages yeah any final thoughts for you yeah retweet and you know what i mean like just get to know yourself understand your love languages and like sometimes like me and Deja both said like it's not that you don't like this it's that maybe you've never had it so you don't really know how to receive it mm-hmm. or even give it right yeah. so just obviously we all just need to get to know ourselves experience and... things have different experiences mm-hmm. with different people <laughs> not different people John. maybe at once too mm-hmm. <laughs> you know date around what you need to do Alright. Anyways, this has been your girl Hannah T. And Dej. And this is Dark and Lovely Pod. Jeez, jeez. Bye guys. Later.